And I live in a tree with my mommy chickadee and my daddy and me. And we're a family. A family. I'm a manatee. I live in the sea. With Papa Manatee. And Baby Makes Three. And we're a family. A family. Penguins live in the ice and snow. If this ever hatches, we'll be ready to go. Mommy! It's Daddy. We're a family! A family! I'm not your father. Quit calling your dad. We live under this tree. everybody and welcome back to another episode of casual master quest this is march 11th we are going to be doing episode 42 just for you and i promise you we're going to have a good show coming up to you tonight i'm your host of course tyler Vitito, but let us not forget the beautiful wonderful co-host over there my partner nick nick what's the life looking like over on your end buddy um pretty stressful but good otherwise i'm here we're recording uh we are this is yeah. our our therapeutic session where we can bemoan about our our life's problems but then uh try to cover that up with the the fact that we have addictions to video game lifestyles i i know not i see it's only an addiction when there's a problem is there a problem tyler i see no problem here so we're good i think i think we're fine okay fine uh then we cover up with uh our beautiful lifestyles that is luxurious beneficial and uh, according to some study somebody made up, uh, it, it helps us in the long run. Of course, man, it's changing. It's been like a, a rapid whirlwind of stuff that's been going on in our lives. Nick, uh, how's it going on your end? Uh, last I heard, you had some trouble. You were looking for a new place. Uh, potentially somebody might have tried uh, giving you some trouble with uh, your school project. What's going on here, man? So with the school project, we had... Uh, uh... Uh, for one of our projects, because I'm in four project groups, uh, we were working with somebody outside of the group to help us with a few things uh, to finish with the project. And this was allowed according to project specifications. Okay, because that sounds like cheating. But you know, what do I know? When the power well, so, of money so, will solve your problems. <laughs> so the course is called uh, uh, project management, and so we had to put together, start a project, and finish a project, and that included getting all the uh, all the pieces together, be it external or internal. Um, and so hiring somebody to do a particular part of the project um, as long as we had clear rationale. And when I talk about a particular part of the project, I'm not talking about planning or executing. I'm talking about uh, making uh, certain videos for a product that we wanted to deliver. And so that Production was allowed. Work. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he decided to dip because um, we weren't moving at a pace uh, that we said we would for him, which I understand. We were moving a little bit slower than expected. Uh, but for one part of our, um, was that on my end? That was 100% on your end. It sounds okay. like, uh, the cheat police have come in to, uh, give Nick some trouble over in the background. No, with all the snow, we've been having ambulances and police cars just rushing up and down this main street here. Um, 
so yeah we we were working with somebody who was going to make videos uh for products that we were delivering to different clients um and he backed out at the last minute because we weren't moving at a pace that he wanted and i understand that except for the fact that at least one of the videos we'd made plans about two weeks ago like we'd made plans we'd already planned we were going to do it there was two weeks of time that he he knew uh two weeks ahead of time that he knew that we were going to do that um then he just backed out the day before and the moment the moment somebody in any kind of project where we have an objective goal to complete says i'm not doing this i'm not interested so close to a uh, deadline or an event that we've pr uh, previously planned yeah that can be fatal immediately they become irrelevant to me they're dead immediately i stop caring so the moment the guy put in the group chat that i don't know if i want to do this i blocked him out from my like like now i'm oh i I'm, thought you like literally well, i mean i would have you know blocked him <laughs> I just, I, just started filtering his <laughs> I just started filtering his messages and then immediately I started going to uh, um, uh, like disaster mode, um, like manage uh, management mode. And I'm like, all right, I can source a camera from here. I can source a tripod from here. I can source a recorder from here. I can ask these people that I know. And so I was up till I think 3 a.m. that night just talking to people and figuring things out. Uh, went, recorded, now I have to produce, uh, I have to film edit and put out four videos so well, i mean the nice thing about this is i believe in your uh, resume you are in fact a producer for casual master quest so you got that going you got the experience nick i'm so proud of you <laughs> good luck and i was thinking i was also a film director for a previous student project so um i do have some experience with this uh one of the one of my group members asked if um if he could help and i'm like like you could help but it would probably be quicker for me because we only have about two weeks to get all of these done so it'd probably be quicker if i were to do it all on my own rather than you learn and slow me down so essentially now on top of building on top of creating making these four videos i also have to make and publish and deploy the website oh um and uh so i just told him listen Fuck you guys. I didn't say that, but this is my inner voice at least. Uh, I'm going to do all of this. You guys take care of all, of all the writing work and do documentation. I really couldn't care at this point. So that's that's where we stand. And on top of that, I've got to deal with the other projects where we're making uh, board games and then making a mechanical uh, moving machine out of cardboard. And then on my last oh, project. Oh, so uh, Labo Labo. Labo Labo, but with laser cuts and wood. Oh, I mean, so it's pretty nah, cool, but it's a, it's a lot of it's a lot of work. It really is. Anyways, so that's that. Um, and when we talked when I spoke last week, I talked about looking for a place, and we found a place. We actually Congrats, did. Congrats, man! Good job. Um, so that means we won't be we won't have to worry about uh not having a place to stay at the end of the month. Uh, because the stress of moving is not as bad as the stress of worrying about whether I'm gonna have a place. Hmm. Uh, in my opinion, anyways. Um, but now we saw a place uh, the other day, me and my roommate, and now he wants to consider that when we've already been approved for for a place. And so now within the next day or so, we have to get approved for the second place because we have to give the first place our response and sign the contract. Otherwise, we risk losing that place. And then what if we don't get approved for the second place? So right now you got what you think is a good spot, but you see something that might be even better potentially? Yes. Okay. So we'll we'll see we'll see what happens, but we we have a place. So that's I think we're gonna have a place at the end. So so that's that's really that's really my week. Um, I did my enrollment for my next semester for the summer, 
And there's a very good chance I will be headed to Guardian Con this year. Ooh, good old yeah. Guardian Con. And then I'm going to start my. I did. I did go to Guardian Con last year, and I will probably visit again because I did make a lot of friends and a lot of connections that, and I would really like to see them because I I spend a lot of time gaming with them now. Um, so I will be able to confirm that in a few weeks, and that's around the time that I'll start uh, pushing my uh, Guardian Con spiel, uh, albeit for a good cause. Ah, yes. Uh, if you don't <laughs> like it, then uh, you support cancer and all that stuff. Pretty much. Oh, yeah. man. I forgot about that. Good times. <laughs> um, but yeah, t- Tyler, that's that's, <laughs> that's been uh, that's been my week. How's your week been? You still have that memorized? A little bit, I think. I could probably I could probably figure it out. And if you don't uh, donate, you're a jerk. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, back man. When we were, back when we were safe for work. Now I can use a few. I can use language that's a little bit more uh effective a little bit more poignant oh yeah that that was before we we went to the uh the naughty zone with uh clearly after uh was it operation nightclub i think it was operation nightclub we did fucking operation nightclub i totally forgot about that where we do half the episode was safe and the other half was just completely (laughs) vulgar and then then it was just like it was not that was that was fun but it it didn't work long term because it was kind of we had to we had to have two sets of scripts in our head when we're talking about things. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Like we had sure. to have like a like a safe version, and then we were constantly worrying about, all right, when can I when can I transition into the not safe for work version? And the moment like I gave the countdown and showed it was okay, the swear we just start dropping f bombs and all that <laughs> shit, and then we'd never do it again for the rest of the episode. Yeah. So it's nice to say fuck every now and then. <laughs> over at my end, uh, my wife came just came back over here. Uh, she was out of town for about three days or so to go do a uh, fun project over in Traverse City for uh, the uh, Native American uh, critical event. It's uh, a meetup that happens, I believe, once a year, if not a little bit more often, where they just everybody groups up. It's been uh, participating and we do a lot of discussion. But enough about her, more importantly about me. <laughs> I've been the champion of the house and I discovered what it's like to live by myself. And it's kind of horrifying. So, uh, in what way? Well, it means I had to let the dog out myself every single time or risk uh, having him crap on the floor, which is never good. It was, uh, I had to deal with the cats, uh, who demanded food 24 7, but I had to remember that they only get food at 6 a.m. and 6 p.m., and that can be rough as well because I had to get up at 6 a.m. Uh, you know, I could easily have been in bed at that point, I had to make sure to feed the fish. And uh, also, food doesn't cook itself, you know? It's kind of weird. It's like uh, I throw it in the microwave, and it's like, why isn't this heating up? And I, it's like I'm trying to eat my uh, my my bread. It's supposed to be toast. I don't know what the hell's going on here. It's, now it's just hot, mushy bread? Ugh. I don't know how to cook that well. <laughs> Thankfully, she left me some meatloaf, so I had to eat it like rations. Right. Like a, a high-quality meal ready to eat. But uh, she did come back. I cleaned out the house. Uh, cleaned up the house a little bit so it looks a little bit nicer that way she didn't come back and just <laughs> steam cleaned out the house she was gone for like four days and then she comes back to an empty house and a different family living there just moving in <laughs> <laughs> you're my new family now <laughs> i mean i did clean out a lot of shit there all that goodwill stuff that came in i had so many damn cardboard boxes uh, one of them, 
uh, that was a smart idea on them for uh, like recycling slash reusing as I throw it away. But uh, they took a cardboard box and shredded it up and they used that as like a protective layer around the product in question. I thought it was pretty cool. It was a smart idea. That's Good job, cool. Goodwill. Yeah. And uh, speaking of Goodwill, I have all the items in the house. Uh, you cannot see it, Nick, but over on the fish tank, I have an ominous black object sitting on top that is now my uh amazon echo i haven't tried it yet it's not gonna hook me to the internet i want to try this hey alexa it glowed red hey ears <laughs> so now that we're a part of the uh, government uh watch program uh i gotta be careful what i say blackstone blackstone president president uh <laughs> I'm sorry, Nick. I just got a show blacklisted. Uh, I also am now a uh, proud owner of my first uh, Microsoft console and wow, since about ninth grade. So it's weird. I now own a 360. Uh, hey. when, it when it showed up, it didn't have a power supply, which was a big red flag. And I was like, okay, I bought this thing for 30 bucks. How much can a power supply be nowadays? And got a power supply for $27. And uh, so I doubled the price with that little problem alone. Also discovered I don't have any AA batteries in the house because the 360 uses AA batteries and I'm ripping out batteries from my clock and shit. And so I got everything going, got everything hooked up finally after everything showed up. And I played the uh, a certain game called Halo 3 ODST, which we'll talk about later. It is really bare bones. I didn't realize how like uh, limited uh, the Xbox 360 was when it came to a lot of their stuff. Like uh, the PlayStation 3, you know, I had the crossbars and all that stuff and it felt kind of inking, but it was still pretty chopped full. I was really appreciative of it. But uh, the 360 just feels barren. Also, there's a lot of advertising for stuff that isn't for the Xbox on there. It's like right on the screen. It's ugh, disgusting. But lastly, tonight, uh, you know, it, it, I say it's Monday the 11th, but in reality, it's, you know, Saturday for us. It's Monday for you, hopefully, or later, you know, you're choosing. Uh, I'm doing a Dungeons and Dragons thing again tonight, Nick. Ooh. And uh, I, I'm, I'm I'm playing a bard. Uh, I'm playing, Are you playing a, a bard? I'm playing a half-elf bard. And it, it's weird because... When What's the other half? Bar, uh, let's see. It's half-human, half-drow, which is uh, technically dark-elf. Okay. You know, so uh, a lot of uh, half drows uh, depicted like that. They're usually uh, white hair, black skin. I decided to do the opposite is uh, pale white skin, black hair. So she looks emo as shit. Basically but, Aldrin Sov. Yeah, actually. <laughs> uh, wow, we're doing a lot of wild comparisons. I compared my wife to my father, compared you to my mother, comparing my character to a uh, brother, technically. Well, not my brother, but you know, details. <laughs> big brother and uh yeah i played two weeks ago i played with her had a little fun problem is though he gave us all level one so i didn't have too much to mess with at the time uh we are now level three so i got a lot of fun things i can mess with uh i'm a big fan of minor illusion just uh, making small things happen like uh you can create a sound or an image of some sort so right. if i wanted to it's a cantrip which means i can cast it at will as many times as i want I could just keep spamming somebody ripping ass as they're walking around. I'm like, Jesus, dude, you got to cut that out. <laughs> eventually getting kicked from the party. But now I got, you know, I got more shit I can mess with. And I'm hoping to have a lot of fun with it. And uh, that's going to happen tonight. I was really concerned, as I was telling you earlier, because uh, we had a character die in the first run. No. At, 
and he, they resurrected him but he doesn't want to play that character anymore and so he's going to be playing a wood elf but uh looks like we have a uh, character that's going to play a giant honey badger i have no idea what the fuck that entails yes okay no. okay no i was just sounds like you had a of, i was just thinking of um uh, it was just very very minorly related but like full metal alchemist uh when you do like human transmutation you you more often don't bring back the person you're trying to transmute so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like they could have tried to resurrect him but then he came back as something else as a, a monkey lie or something like that or something like that yeah okay i thought you're getting ready to describe the uh the the scene with the little girl and the dog and it's like oh no, no we don't talk okay we don't talk about that tyler there's some things on the internet we just don't talk about after you've seen them once. Oh man, the the it upsets me because I had to watch that scene in the original uh, Full Metal Alchemist, but then when I watched the true proper version of Full Metal Al Full Metal Alchemist, which is Brotherhood, of course, I had to see that fucking scene again. And just Daddy, I was like, ah, for those. It is one of the one of the worst best scenes in any anime I've ever it, watched. It is the most emotional scene I've seen in a, like in my younger days in anime. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, father was an alchemist and tried to fuse his daughter with his dog, and the results is horrific. But let us not talk about that. That's pretty much been my week and my plans. Uh, I'm hoping to do some fun stuff. Got some big plans tonight. Man, it's going to be a good one. Oh, I hope she gets... My wife is currently out going shopping because why not? She didn't want to sit here and listen to us chatter. And I'm hoping she got... I've never tried rosé wine before, Nick. Is that is that a difficult wine? Do you know? Uh, is it a rare wine? Because I keep hearing people say, I'm drinking rosé tonight. And it's like, I want rosé. Well, that sounds... Is it, rosé, is is, rosé is very much... Um... um it's it's a lighter wine. It's more fruity wine. Doesn't hit as hard. Okay, I'm okay. Yeah, with it's, it's it's more akin to to like juice. Oh, that sounds horrible. Is there alcohol not like, in it? Oh yeah, there is, but it's not like super okay. sweet. It, but yeah, it's it's it is it's wine still. Okay, I goofed up. I should have told her pink Moscato. Just go straight. Uh, a rosé is a type of wine that incorporates some of the color from the grape skins, but not enough to qualify it as a it as a red wine. <laughs> Is uh, would that make it a red Moscato at that point? Because if it's sweet, uh, I feel like it would be a Moscato, but uh, suppose it could go. I, I don't know what uh, what it would make it into a Chardonnay or uh, um, well, well, it has its own, it has its own um, uh, uh, roses are actually pretty expensive, they can come with varying sweetness levels. Um, and but more popularly, I think why they're uh, are more commonly why they're so popular with uh, certain groups of people is because they can come still semi-sparkling or fully sparkling wait did you say it could be potentially expensive the Shit, good kind I get, yes i gave her my debit card oh it means i'm paying for that all right good talk moving on <laughs> i could say i i i'm a uh, barefoot kind of guy i'm okay <laughs> with barefoot wine. i don't need anything expensive just you know tastes like wine goes down the hatch it's it's okay. more it, it, you can very uh commonly find uh, rosé mixed with champagne mm, mm, yeah mm. okay uh Two weeks ago for my birthday i ended up getting a sparkling wine and it was okay it wasn't really that majestic to me uh I, I don't get it honestly and i don't like sparkling water so i figured it was gonna be like that like uh i think the term is called spritzer when it comes right. to uh, sparkling wines and it's okay it's not you know crazy dramatically good or anything like that but you know it's tastes fine i, I think drink it just 
I think spritzers are mixed, uh, are not, like, they don't come carbonated out of the bottle. I could be wrong about this. I think spritzers are, it's like wine mixed with, uh, like, 7-Up or Sprite. Okay, so the, the carbonated wine that I'm talking about is different than a spritzer then. Okay, that makes sense. Well, there is, in fact, a, well, it's like a bubbly wine, I guess. Right, it's not, right. It is bubbly mixed with carbonated, right? Or am I uh, going off the wrong track here? Well, no, I mean, like, champagne is, is essentially, like, carbonated wine. Right. It's just a different form of wine. And also god awful. I haven't tasted a good champagne so far. I had a good champagne once, but I don't remember where it was. It was while I was, you know, in my on my uh, travels somewhere around Europe. Fun fact: the first time I ever drank in my life was a champagne in third grade, which uh, would put me around the age of eight. I had a bullfrog, uh, Red Bull, and vodka. When you're eight? No, but that was my first oh. drink when I was. 16. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, if it makes you feel better, I got like it tasted awful to me, and I think it's what deterred me from drinking alcohol for right. a very long time. Because you know, eight years old, I'm sipping on this. It was New Year's. We we're celebrating New Year's, right. and uh, Dad's like, "Here, son." It was in fact my wife from the past. She was also like six. <laughs> Sorry, bad joke, bad inside joke. I, I keep calling my my wife. My, it's just like my father. Uh, and I immediately threw it up. It was not pretty. So uh, I think that's what's instilled to me. That's why I don't like champagne. Because right. uh, also, no, I'm a it. I'm a wet wine drinker. So dry wine, ugh, no thank you, or dry beer. But let's talk. Stop talking about the alcoholism. Let's talk about video games, Nick. Video games. I like video games. Do you like video games? I love video games. Uh, if you don't mind, Nick, I would like to trail off my little 360 adventure here and uh, go for, sure, for me yeah. just for a second. I, I know no, that's fine because because and I will interject briefly. I love Halo. Halo 3 ODST is one of the more challenging Halos because you don't play mm -hmm. as a Spartan. And also, uh, there is a rumor going around that Hitmaster Chief Collection is going to come to PC in the next week. Or like it's gonna be announced for PC in the next week, and if that no is shit. true, I will shit myself because I love Halo. I I don't talk about it a lot because I haven't played it recently, but I love Halo. And Tyler, tell me about Halo Three ODST. Oh, just the way that we don't have any Halo games for the PC right now, besides uh, Halo Wars, and so that that'd be um, thrilling. On PC, you can download Forge. Um, true, uh, and technically and, there is a Halo Combat Evolved, the first one you could play on PC if you really wanted to, but... Well, with Forge, um, some people are making like PvP modes, so you can experience hmm. what 60 FPS keyboard mouse Halo gunplay feels like, but it's not expansive and there's not enough people playing it. Hmm. Um, so if the Master Chief Collection comes to PC, it's going to be huge. Oh man, that'd be crazy. I I wonder if that would splinter the uh, Destiny fans. I mean, it was technically a uh, bunchy, you know, IP for a while until uh, they split off from Microsoft. Or do you think uh, it would focus more on the uh, 343 games, which uh, is, I believe, Halo 4 and everything beyond that? Well, the Master Chief Collections is everything that Halo put out. So 1, 2, 3, 4, um, and ODST. Hmm. hmm. Yeah. So... One of the games that came with the Xbox 360, I believe I talked about it last week, was Halo 3 ODST, which uh, was it uh, Orbital, Orbital Drop Shock Trooper or something like that or something? Like, I believe yep. that's the right term. I watched my friend Brandon played this game way back in the day, uh, but most specifically uh, online multiplayer. It was pretty cool. The idea of having different abilities, almost Apex style, you know, one of us, uh, you'd have, uh, I don't like, you couldn't move, but you're like invincible for a second create mirages of yourself and stuff like that actually that sounds really familiar 
Uh, however, I didn't get to that part because A, I didn't have uh, Xbox Gold uh, Live, which uh, I was not going to fork over for my 360. I'm sorry. Actually, I feel like it might have should be free at this point. I know you can get silver for free. And well, I think it's it's just the same uh, Microsoft account. So if you have gold, it'll tra- carry. You can use it on your Xbox One, I believe. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty sure ODST was Halo Three PvP because Halo mm-hmm. Three ODST came out shortly after Halo Three, and it's kind of a um, it's a story within the story of Halo Three. Nick, I'm not gonna lie. I only played about 15 minutes or so just to test out my 360 and see what it would be like. Uh, what I got, uh, you know, I played the single player campaign for a little bit, was extremely horrific. It was terrible. Like, <laughs> like uh, I think it's because I'm used to the idea of if I press in the thumbstick, the uh, character will run, or, you know, press the. Uh, you know a certain button the character would run i don't think you can run in halo 3 odst you 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 got this uh walking man heavy march that you can do like forever i don't remember i played it so played it so long ago so i couldn't speak to that but playing it on the 360 compared to games that you have played recently tyler it's gonna feel dated i think yes just a little Uh, bit um and i believe the the remasters are out for uh, the master chief collection or is that only halo one and two but it would look better on the xbox one absolutely it looked pretty good on the uh 360 when i played it but at the same time the controls were so antiquated that it just felt very rough the aiming schematic was not what i remember it to be but at the same time you know the last time i played a, a halo game was well over 10 years ago so honestly uh, actually 12 years ago when I last played a Halo game so it was really deterring me from continuing but at the same time you know I'm always willing to give it another shot if you tell me that it's going to get better however I know you can't say that with a strong heart because I'm pretty sure you haven't played it in a while either buddy yeah no I haven't played it in a while and also what I strongly remember from the game is that because you don't play as a Spartan and you play as an ODST uh, you know soldier uh it's it's it, you don't have the same shields you don't have the same speed you don't have the same power so everything is just has been scaled up to be a little bit harder if not more um so yeah no i i remember it being a challenging game story-wise it was beautiful it really is like the story of halo uh for the most part is something else and then we we got Locke. i believe it was uh his name from halo 5 yep the the last one halo 5 uh, guardians that's what it's called Really? It's called... What's Halo 4 called? What's the subtitle for that? It's just Halo 4. So Halo 5 got a subtitle, but Halo 4 didn't? Yeah. Did Halo 3 get a subtitle? No. Halo 2 didn't. Halo 1 was called Combat... So why is the the first and fifth one get a... Okay. You know what? I don't know. I can't question how uh, Microsoft and 343 and you know, Bungie works. I mean, I can, but it, it wouldn't go well. I mean, all, all, all we know is that Halo 6 is going to be is called Halo Infinite now, and so we're just waiting for that. Halo 3 ODST was Bungie's last Halo game, if I understand correctly. Does that sound right to you? Because I believe it was yes. an ODST that they started putting uh, posters that suggested like uh, pictures of uh, the concept of uh, Destiny on it. Kind of like a Easter egg of sorts. I believe so. I think because ODST came after Halo 3... And Halo 4 was uh, specifically by 343 Industries. Okay. So, uh, speaking of the sequel to Halo 3 ODST, uh, I guess the second sequel, uh, you've been playing a lot of Destiny 2, I'm sure. Not as much as you have, I'm pretty sure. Sh- I, I, I think. Uh, honestly, I at this point, I, I, 
I've only put maybe six hours over the last week, seven hours into Destiny 2, maybe, spread, spread across a few days. I think I put no higher than 10 hours this week, but I, I've definitely been trying to uh, work my way in. It's just, did I talk about this last week where I had purchased uh, Destiny 2 uh, on the PC for Forsaken? Because we all I, got it for free, but... Well, all right, yeah, yeah, through Blizzard. Um, Yeah, I believe you did talk about Destiny 2 last week. And so it was really uh, discouraging because uh, there's a big event that's happening right now. I believe it's called Season of the Drifter, but it is locked behind the annual uh, pass. Yep. And uh, there is there is so much good shit that's being offered by that that I couldn't resist dropping another $35, which, uh, you know, that that is a hefty price to pay. But I feel like the payoff for me right now at this point will be very beneficial. Uh, one of the first benefits is uh, they give you pretty much a <laughs> what, do you, what do you even call that a gear boost quest where uh, you can do four different things and uh, lets you gear up to 640 I believe yeah uh, I, uh, I think it's called power surge bounties yes that's what they were called yep and so I did that and then uh, now I'm able to have a little bit better gear instead of I think I was at 503 or something like that yeah. so you know it's a big boost uh I'll be able to do most of the raids at least competently in terms of my power level up to a certain point. Like I'm sure the super latest one would uh, give me some trouble. Plus with the annual pass, it'll give me a lot of uh, content I can access such as the black armory and right. other stuff with uh, the drifter. Well, and, you're uh, basically uh, raid ready for any of them. Uh, 640 is, uh, we only have the five raids. Uh, the three that came with uh, the base game, uh, Last Wish and then Scourge of the Past. I haven't done Scourge of the Past, but uh, 640 is I think more than enough to do it people cleared it on the first day at 610 612 so okay well I still would like to at least uh, get past 650 my goal for some reason is like 660 or if I can get 666 that'd be pretty cool because you know but nah. uh, yeah uh, Destiny 2 it's been okay it's been fun I, I'm still trying to get a cool pulse rifle and I've been looking up certain weapons that I would want to get for both PvP and PvE. Uh, you, of course, gave me the, the list of sorts that I should be looking at. I uh, really would like to get something like Ursula's gift or Ariel's gift, I believe it's called. Uriel's, uh, Uriel's gift is uh, an auto rifle. Hmm. Well, I mean... What, what, what was a good pulse rifle that you recommended for me? Um, it was Go Figure and Bygones. Uh, mm. Go Figure, Bygones, uh, Right Side of Wrong. Those are all pretty solid. You'll start seeing a lot of Go Figures drop. Uh, Bygones, you play some Gambit, and then you can get a decent roll from the Drifter. Um, now, those, uh, couldn't I also get those from whenever I was playing uh, or uh, rewards from Shax? No, from Shax, uh, he drops uh, specific loot, Crucible-related loot. Okay, so this is Gambit-specific uh, stuff, so if I wanted to get those weapons, I should be playing a lot of Gambit instead, well, correct? Well, Bygones is uh, specific to Gambit, uh, Go Figure, and Right Side of Wrong. Right Side of Wrong is specific to certain Lost Sectors and Spider Bounties. Um, Go Figure is, is just a world drop. You can get it from uh, turning in bounties to, what's his name, the Cryptarch Rahul, or you can... I believe you could get it even from turning in weapon parts to uh, banshee but i wouldn't recommend that because weapon parts can be useful and really just finding legendary drops you'll probably end up getting a go figure at some point sure i just got to keep playing uh thank god for priming grims and all that stuff and uh let's see uh I'm trying to think of anything else wild i've been playing uh really other than that it was just terraria 
I've been uh, doing your basic bitch grinding for certain gear and stuff like that. Problem is the wife and I haven't been playing together, so I can't get too far, or rather I don't right. want to get too far. So I've been kind of holding myself back. Plus, this was a week where I was driving by myself, so I haven't been able to get my uh, 3DS action going on at all this week. So, you know, a fairly light week, but that's okay. I've been having fun. What about you, Nick? Um, so as we talked about, I played some Destiny 2 um, over this past week. Um, there was a new... Uh, the, the new wave of content has come out, uh, so gave that a little bit of a try, but I haven't had time for much. Played uh, a little bit with some friends. Uh, the new Gambit game mode, Gambit Prime, which is a sweatier Gambit version, but it's only one one round. Uh, and then you can take some of your rewards from there into an event uh, or an activity called The Reckoning, where you can get some certain exclusive armor sets that allow you to play specific roles in Gambit Prime. Um, so you can play the invader role where you go in and invade and if you have the full armor set it gives you certain buffs um and you can play the collector where you just go around collecting modes and it allows you i think the final or like the full armor set will allow you at some point to collect 20 modes instead of 15 and you can drop an even bigger blocker uh you've got the reaper which is about killing uh, and clearing uh, ads uh so just uh enemies so is that a thing because when i played gambit I was terrible with collecting or rather keeping the moats and I was really yeah. afraid of that. So I would love to simply shoot the enemies and let other people collect it. But I just felt like it looked bad on my stats when I did something like that. I honestly, Gambit is not my favorite thing because there's lots of um, uh, issues that play Gambit specifically around invades and heavy ammunition. Um, at, at present, there's really nothing you can do against certain guns. Um, uh, the, you just have to be uh, queen breaker, right? Yeah, uh, that that's been patched, so it's not as bad as it used to be. But like, really, machine guns, grenade launchers, uh, the Yotun, which is an exotic um, fusion rifle that goes in the secondary slot, fires a charged-up um, bolt of fire that tracks you from wherever the fuck, and oh, and it's a one-hit kill, so you can't do anything about it. Weapons are already super weak against supers anyway, so if somebody comes in with a super, you need to counter with a super, or um, the or just run. You just yeah. run. Um, so I have some issues regarding that, but Gambit Prime is a lot. It's it, it can be fun because it's focused uh, on on just one round, and if you're playing with people who know what they're doing, you can get a good system going. Um, and the reckoning is really fun. It's just this really crazy, simple PVE activity. You just go in, kill shit, and get rewards at the end. Nice. Honestly, I remember back in the day, my favorite thing to do was when somebody was invading, just uh, take out the sleeper simulator, just pop them. Yeah. But that's, uh, they could also do that to you, which was the bigger concern. Yeah, they don't do that anymore because uh, Sleeper got some nerfs. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't. Gambit's not my favorite thing. I'm more. I'm like I've mentioned this before. I'm mainly a PvP person, so I'll play it when I need to to get certain gear. But beyond that, not for me. As long as people are having fun, I'm happy. Um, because that's uh, one of the things I need to do before the reset. As I need to get my five matches in. I think I only got two in so far. It's just because uh, I'm not happy with my weapons, and I know item levels don't scale in uh, the the normal crucible thing. Right. But I still don't like the idea that I'm shooting a blue gun pulse rifle when I could be shooting. You know, if I had get an epic or an exotic version of that, it's going to have more benefits in terms of like the, the traits and all that stuff. So. Using a fucking pea shooter when I could use something decent, you know. That's true, but with random rolls, sometimes blue guns are a lot better. Hmm. 
Unfortunately, I still haven't looked into the world of what I want for uh, God rolls. Like, uh, what makes an item a God roll? Now, don't don't answer that right now, please, because I know that's gonna be uh, that that'd be a topic of the show level shit where everybody was, tunes out. I was gonna say I I can tell you more about that off. Uh, like when we're not recording because that's Thank pretty, you. it's pretty excessive for each kind of weapon uh, and architect. There's, there's um, gotta be a button or a website where it's like, uh, show me the God rule for this weapon. I'm right? pretty sure there is. I say, if we got a, where the fuck is Zer.com, then we got to say, where the, what the fuck is my God rule.com or something like that. Well, I'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, beyond destiny. I've been playing some overwatch and apex to get my PVP fill. Overwatch was a mistake the moment I turned it on because there's just something about Overwatch that bothers me start to finish right now. Um, so I played a few games of competitive and then hopped off immediately, switched to Apex with some friends, and I'm really loving Apex. Uh, it's just the one thing that infuriates me the most about Apex is the constant crashing. The game just constantly crashes for no fucking reason. Wait, which game? Oh, Apex, Apex Legends. Yes. Yeah. You, th- you just, thought Deceit was rough, but Apex something that's supposed to be polished. Yeah, that's No, Apex crash crashes for no fucking reason, and I don't know why. It's not my RAM. I've got 16 gigs. It cannot be my graphics card. I'm playing at the lowest possible settings. Um, I really don't know what it is. And so, you know, I'll be in the middle of like a, like a kill streak or like we're in a top two situation and then I crash. And it happened so many times the other day and it was just upsetting because I, I really enjoy the game and I want to play it. But then if it keeps crashing like that, what do I do? Uninstall and then you pick another <laughs> game that's really sweaty, like League of Legends. But uh, no, I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather play a game that constantly crashes. Um, but beyond that, um... Yeah, that's been my week. Slow week for games. For the audio listeners, he says that looking down, but he does like a split second look up at the camera or at the screen just to see what my reaction is. I, I, <laughs> you have a tell, Nick. It's interesting. I know that you, you and your little witty commentator there. Oh, you're so funny. I am. I'm, oh yeah, I was I'm playing League of Legends too. Right, if we're gonna talk about okay. games I played this week, played a lot of Arf. Uh, what's it called? Uh, I don't even know how you. A R U R F. I know ultra rapid fire. Oh, all random ultra rapid fire. Pardon me. Uh, I think that's pretty much it for games this week, Nick, uh, that we've yep. been playing ourselves, but uh, we got a modular segment here. I, oh, wait, think... before. So I will, ha- oh, I will be happy to let you guys know that oh. I finally, I have finally received my copy of Breath of the Wild. Um, and so I will be playing that after this month is over, after we've moved. And so, so Tyler can actually. You can't it, tease actually, me like this, Nick, anymore. Stop, I'm not falling for this. Bothering me about not playing the best game in the world of all time. Nick has showed me no concrete proof that he now owns Breath of the Wild. He's shown me Photoshop images. He's, he, some reason, had a, a well printed 3D copy of a single screen of a Switch. They showed. He didn't show me any movement. He just showed me a what looks like a switch that might show the the front screen actually he did move it a little bit but that's besides the point you know an interactive uh 3d printed object i i do not trust him i need to i need to feel alive nick uh, you, you gotta play that for me buddy play it for me now actually can i sidebar a little bit before we go to the modular segment yeah for sure so with everybody who's been wanting and have been uh replaying breath of the wild because apparently it took them two years to not play you know three times in a row like somebody else over here oh god uh i really got into the idea after watching was it his name king gathalian or what is name? king gathalian yes uh he was playing a emulated version on the pc 
uh, with uh, a lot of uh, spruced up updates to it. And, uh, it, you know, it's the Wii U game, but with the right amount of uh, things done to it with the uh, emulator specifically, you can spruce it up to where it looks much better than the uh, the uh, Switch version, such as the 60 plus frames per second. And uh, I attempted to do that. Problem is, though, I can't get a uh, legal copy of uh, the PC version of Breath of the Wild for some reason. It's weird because I, thanks to Nick, I am now the proud owner of Breath of the Wild for the Wii U as well. I shit you not, I got two versions of Breath of the Wild there. Uh, but some reason I can't, like, uh, I don't have a disk drive in my com uh, computer, so I can't put it in. So I got to figure out know, a way to do that. If somebody wants to help me, by the way, I love sailing the seven seas, Yar. Uh, with that, you know, uh, let me know. Uh, we can make something happen here. That way I can replay uh, Breath of the Wild. Then we can play Breath of the Wild together, and you'll play on the uh, beta version. I'll play on the true and one holy version. See, I finally I finally buy the game so I could eventually play it and finish it, and he shames me for that, too. <laughs> like, a chat, I, I, I called you guys chat. I can't win. Uh, <laughs> no, Nick, you won. Uh, <laughs> you won the moment you answered like 200 different questions from us. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Look, you even got the season pass and everything. You got so much ahead of you. Uh, I'm really hopeful that you got uh, that you'll enjoy it. Uh, there's going to so be a little bit of a slower summer, so I'll be I'll have a nice I'll have time to play games, um, which I'm excited for. Yeah, I am for you too, man. Because. Uh, it's weird because there's a lot of games that came out in the past six months that we can really explore and enjoy that offers a similar experience maybe a little bit better or maybe a little bit worse i don't think you've been playing too much of them uh i can't really name any games off the top of my head so going back to uh the maybe not the original but the you know the one that started inspiring a more open air setting uh hell no zelda didn't even do that because we, we have had plenty of games that's really open air or open world it's just the way it offers a lot of things it's almost magical i guess but i won't rant uh rant or rave this is not a craigslist ad it could be though you want this do you want to turn this episode into a craigslist ad you want to rant, rant no please i've been going through enough craigslist ads to find my apartment so true that's... and uh i also have to avoid going to goodwill auction uh, <laughs> oof. it's dangerous man i started looking at xbox 360 bundle games like ooh, this one has final fantasy 13 i heard that's a terrible game but you know i'd love to have it again for some reason uh modular segment nick have you looked at the segment right here yes i have have you thought of anything yes i have have you oh yes. good because i totally forgot about this <laughs> but I, I do have a couple ideas however uh, we, uh the segment that we're going to do for this one was called the perfect video game movie workshop we're gonna there's been a lot of video game movies that have been coming out uh the latest one as far as i'm remembering right now is uh going to be uh detective pikachu and sonic the hedgehog uh coming out very soon uh they look like the thing of nightmares uh the the uh, Sonic the Hedgehog Pikachu? more than De uh, Detective Pikachu. I think Detective Pikachu is doing a good job at putting a realistic spin on the Pokemon, but yes. Sonic the Hedgehog looks like a mistake. 
<laughs> there was actually some people on uh, Reddit, I believe, who uh, edited Sonic's eyes to make it look more realistic and proper. But uh, of course, we know that's not going to happen. It's going to yep. be, it, he is going to be uh, the result. This is when the alchemist tried to fuse a, uh, a hedgehog with a human. This is what we're going to get. This it's is a alchemy. bad furry this, cosplay, is what it is. This is forbidden alchemy. Yep. Sonic the Hedgehog, Forbidden Alchemy. Ah, uh, jeez. Uh, so we decided that we're going to make our own movie. Now, Nick, you said you had an idea of some sort. You want to give me your hot pitch and we can work with it? Um. Oh, okay. So I want to clarify a few things. Um, clarify? Because I, I think I came up with something else and then I reread this now and then this might be something else. So we're taking an existing video game movie and then redesigning it. Or can I propose a new video game to be made into a movie? Oh, no. It can be any video game you want. Uh, you can either build up, you know, one from scratch, something that's never happened before, or you can take one that happened in the past and uh, try to make uh, the movie right. Uh, okay, a good so example is if you want to remake uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie from 1988, I believe, which is perfect in every way. Don't you dare fucking judge it. It's non-canon. It's okay. The The dinosaur does die. It is Yoshi. For some reason, it's the Velociraptor. It doesn't matter. Okay. Goomba. <laughs> Um, so if, if I was to take an existing movie and then remake it, uh, it would be Doom. That would be my first, uh, first attempt, uh, first, first pick. So Doom as a movie came out, when was it? It was 2005, uh, oh, and it was okay. with The Rock. And it was just... Excuse not- me, I... The Rock has separated from WWE, and I, he does have to keep it as his middle name now legally, so people know who he is. But you can have the decency to call him Dwayne Johnson. I, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't mind whether you call him Dwayne Johnson or The Rock. Oh, he tried so hard not to be called The Rock uh, <laughs> since he sl- uh, split off from WWE. But no one knew him as anything but The Rock, so he eventually had to meet 50-50 after the Scorpion King as Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, but yeah, no. So Doom was okay. It was not great. I uh, saw it ages ago. Didn't enjoy it. Honestly, I would make it aesthetically. I would target whatever the game looked like in 2016. So um, it was something that you were passionate about, the idea, but when you watched it, you weren't uh, completely impressed. Yeah. Is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Okay. So uh, well, the story. Well, because I have not seen this movie. Um, again, mind you, it's been a while since I've uh, watched this movie. So, um, I think the time. story story sticks is is similar to like the original story of Doom, but uh, with a few other like few other uh, elements thrown in to make it fitting for a movie. Because the original st- uh, plot to Doom is very straightforward and is is quite lengthy in gameplay, uh, like when you're playing the game. But it, it, it wouldn't it it be more of an episode like or a short film rather than a full length feature f- film okay. that makes sense right so from from that angle I can understand why they did what they did but I feel like if you just take if you just if you take Doom Doom Eternal and whatever the next game is just grab the story from that focus the movie on just purely the action meaning you you can keep the story as simple as you want it and just make sure that visuals aesthetics and the action are good you got a fucking banger right there now would you uh john grimm is the main character of that movie correct does that sound right with uh, uh yes okay uh carl urban is also known as uh he played as judge dread and 
the movie Dread. I oh know, yeah, I, I like I like Car Car Carl Urban. He was in um, the Star uh, no, not the Star. He was in yeah, he was in Star Trek, and he was in the Lord of the Ring movies Dr. as well. Bones McCoy. He was, yeah. he was also in Thor. He was the character uh, Scourge. You know, didn't yes. make the biggest appearance, but you know, he, he made an appearance. It was funny. Yeah, and he was um, what's that guy's name? Um, Boram- no, Aomir. Aomir in Lord of the Rings. Oh, was it? The- yeah. Yeah, he was uh, E-O-M-E-R. Aomir. Cool. Yeah, you're right. Holy shit. Now, now I'm scrolling down and singing like, ah, what else do I know about him? And that's pretty much it. That's all I know him for. Jeez. But um, actor-wise, I don't know. Um, because uh, the, the, the Marine, um, who's the main prota- who's the protagonist of, of um, Doom, is uh, very much a quiet person. Not really one for many words. Um, so I, ideally, you'd need somebody who'd be able to fit into a suit uh, you know, just five, six feet and like and put on a menacing presence even without even with the helmet on. So I do maybe somebody like Tom Hardy who played a fantastic Ooh. Bane. Ooh. Uh, my proposal to that would be uh, for, for his performance in the Looney Tunes movie, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know, you know he, he doesn't like talking, doesn't have to talk. He just has to walk around, do the Stone Cold stunner and drink a beer and then says, you know, fuck you. <laughs> just punch some people shoot some people yeah no and that's that... what Steve Austin does but you know <laughs> I can work with Tom Hardy I feel like after his performance uh with uh Venom I believe wasn't it yeah 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 he, he did pretty good with that but uh you're talking about uh ah, man from the dark knight Bane because he put on a lot of muscle bass for that role and he looked oh, yeah. as compared to his uh his uh physical appearance in Venom um you know, these, these are two different people we were looking at uh, almost very different i mean oh <laughs> uh, man uh do we keep uh the other characters in this movie no you uh, so with with the story of uh doom and the reboot really there are only a few characters uh there's one person that's trying to help you one person who's trying to destroy everything and you just really have and it's just the marine and then you have all the demons it's really you don't need all of these extra things to make a good doom movie in my opinion um, again, you really have to set the tone and the expectations and the narrative beforehand. Uh, same thing with why Pacific Rim is a good action movie. Story is whatever, acting is whatever, but it's giant robots fighting giant monsters, right? And that's what we knew we were getting when we were going to the movie, because that's yeah. what they portrayed it as in the trailers, and that was enough. We didn't need some fancy, like, there was romance, but we didn't need it. There was like we family bonding, but we didn't. Movie. No, we don't because it's robots fighting giant monsters. We just need like... Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> so that's 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 my that's my take for that for redesigning an existing video game movie. And I have another suggestion, if I may. Yes, of course. Um, also, I do think it. I I do think uh, it it might it might work i don't know because like if you look at the first john wick it was just really all action there was a little bit of story it was not as in your face or not integral there to, was like, a story about a dog okay no it was so, a very important story listen tyler you need to understand that john wick is one of my uh, favorite movies of the, the, the yeah okay so all i'm saying is as long as you do it right an action focused movie will work in this day and age hmm. if we want to talk about action and story I would propose always a Halo movie. 
Ooh, the Halo movie of legend that was supposed to happen. <laughs> and maybe one time was considered, you know, possibly to be a Netflix, but... Uh, <laughs> because it can happen. We have the technology to make all those visual effects. Um, it's not like a, it's it's a realistic story. It's like a military, like there's there's realism in some of the, in some elements of the story. All we'd have to worry about is how CGI is going to make the aliens look like. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm pulling this one straight out of my ass. Are you ready for my suggestion here? Ready for it. Okay, so first, uh, it's going to be kind of weird. You're going to have to work with me in this tunnel. Okay. So we're we're going to call it Infinity War: The Game, The Movie, John Wick. That's the subtitle. So basically what happened is uh, it's post-Infinity War. Thanos snapped his finger. Ah, I know what you're talking about. John Wick's second dog disappears. So John Wick and the game is going to hunt down Thanos and all his uh, minions. And then we're going to make a movie based off of that. So we got to build the game first. So it's going to be a a, a third-person shooter slash uh, action platformer game where he he has to collect uh, parts of his dogs as well as the Infinity Stone. Uh, fuse the dog back to life. Uh, you know, I'm sorry for spoiling Endgame. Uh, and the final boss be Thanos. Now, the question is, though, do we recast uh, Keanu Reeves as John Wick in the game, the movie? No, because like it has Ke- to be, no, right? no, it, you have to keep John Wick as Keanu Reeves. Okay, no, just make yeah. sure. And do we keep uh, Thanos as, uh, oh, shit. Yes, Josh Brolin. We have to, then? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Hmm. He is pretty cool. He's one of the he he's one of the best villains I've seen in a while. Just maybe I'm not even talking about like ideology, but just the way he acted, the tone of his voice, the inflection, the way he stood there. I know a lot of it was CGI, but there's a certain amount that they can't CGI. They still they still had to capture. They still had to do motion capture. Um, okay, I say we keep him, but on one condition. Okay. Uh, we have a sidekick that works with John Wick, and it's going to be Cable also acted by Josh Brolin. So it's going to be a real uh, Austin Powers situation where uh, Cable and John Wick are going to be hunting down uh, to save this dog as well as uh, trying to defeat Thanos. I'm okay with this. Okay, good. Uh, I, I mean, I, this has absolutely nothing to do with video. We've got to add a video game character. What's a what's a video game character th- uh, that wants some revenge ass revenge? You know, always I, would, I, I, would, uh, I would say Spider-Man, but he disappeared. Ooh, yeah, he's not feeling too good right now. Let's start. Um, uh, let's see. What is the name of uh, the Queen's Wrath? Petros? Uh, Petra Venge. Uh, I mean, she she wants revenge. Mm-hmm. We could mm. put Cade 6 or Cade 7. Cade 7, there we go. These we are put... all excellent shooters. Mm, I don't know. I think we need somebody more, somebody more hungry, somebody more ambitious hungry like power hungry or you know just, just a little bit some, in the world yeah just a little bit I, I think we need somebody who has an actual like edge you know who can edge? turn on you Should, okay so uh we're gonna pull from uh the uh sonic the hedgehog movie that's coming out we're gonna pull out shadow the hedgehog who does have guns in his own <laughs> game so okay so or, starring... or what about even what about even um uh link Link. Yeah. Is, is he Link just gets, hungry? I mean, okay, no, but okay, no, but black okay, last okay. Time, princess. Okay, okay, but hear me out. So Link just randomly 
you know, loses loses a battle again against Ganon, goes to sleep to hibernate or whatever, heal up, and then he somehow ends up in the strange world where all of these when people Thanos have disappeared, where Thanos exists. Exactly, it opens like this trans-dimensional multiverse portal that oh, drops great. him we're there. Oh, great, we're going to do Spider-Verse 2? Let, let's do this. <laughs> let's... And and, and, come out. And, and Ganon also manages to find his way and teams up with Thanos. Okay, so humor me with this. We now have John Wick who wants to kill Thanos to get his dog back. We have Cable for some reason who's coming back because he wants to, you know, save his future again because he got fucked up by Thanos. We now have maybe Shadow the Hedgehog who was kind of in the works here. Maybe he'll just be a side role, kind of like Spider Pig from Spider Verse. Uh, and then we have fucking Link. Does Link have a gun? No, Link has the he master sword. What does he need now? a gun for? I mean, uh, Thor almost killed him with a with a Stormbringer, but then he just missed the head. Ooh, so the master sword then? Or do you want to try something a little bit heavier on his side? Because, you know, we got more shit that we can mess with. No, the master sword. Maybe, maybe he comes through with the Triforce, but doesn't realize because it's been inside the whole time. And he has to fully awaken towards the end of the game before he can unleash his full power. It's just some fucking Gohan Super Saiyan 2 versus Cell shit. It's like it was inside you all along. Tell me this isn't feasible with Link at least. Oh, yeah, it's totally feasible. <laughs> but what about Ganon? Ganon is, uh, or Ganondorf, whatever you want to call him, is supposed to have uh, the Triforce of Power. If he He's just here for shits Thanos. and giggles. Okay, so he doesn't have the Triforce anymore, so he has a power vacuum right now. He's kind of bitter. So he's going to team up and work with uh, Thanos in hopes of maybe backstabbing him, getting the power glove for himself. The, the, okay. And then Thanos figures, Thanos figures it out because he tries to do it towards the towards the uh, climax of all the action, and Thanos kills him. And during that whole confusion, the, the heroes come in, and they just, you know, fucking hit him with it and then everybody everybody's good everybody's happy okay so uh should we spoil this uh well okay let's do actors i hope you're ready for this uh keanu reeves obviously <laughs> does john wick who does cable we got josh brolin uh yeah. who does the uh the the small cameo appearance of shadow the hedgehog danny devito <laughs> the fuck? i know we were talking about that for detective pikachu Hey, but, okay, but I, I, I think it could work. Danny DeVito is Shadow the Hedgehog? Yes. I thought we we're going to ride the Ryan Reynolds train, but you know, I'm okay with this. Uh, ooh, Danny DeVito is Shadow the Hedgehog. I'm so edgy right now. I got these <laughs> machine guns. Get off my lawn. <laughs> what the fuck is up? Okay, uh, and then finally we have uh, who's going to voice Link, or is Link silent for this, or does he get a voice in this uh, multiverse here that we're making? Well, right? even even if there's no voice, we still have to figure out an actor for, for Link, right? True, because um, uh, uh, Shadow the Hedgehog, for the love of God, please let him be animated. Uh, then, Tyler, this is probably a question for you. Who, who, who would you cast as Link? If there was a live-action Legend of Zelda movie, who would you cast as Link? Uh, Tosh.0. I believe his name. Yeah, have you heard of him, or am I making a guy up? Tosh.0. Oh. Yes. It's uh, a TV show, so what's his name? What's the actor's name? Let's find out. Uh, Daniel Tosh. Daniel Tosh. Yes. You'd cast him as Link? Uh, he is a terrible actor, and I figured uh, it would be comical at this point. Okay. I believe Daniel Tosh's big thing, I think uh, at one point he broke his leg trying to run into Mike Tyson's outstretched arm. 
because he wanted to see what it was like to get punched by him, but he didn't want Mike Tyson to actually punch him, so he just ran into his arm and broke his leg in the process. Interesting. And, okay, fine. Let, let's let's pick someone serious. Because, well, Stone Cold Steve Austin. There we go. <laughs> we'll just put a fucking wig on it. Hey, I you mean, got you might Danny as well DeVito. at that point just fucking cast Rey Mysterio because Link's not the tallest of men. That would be interesting <laughs> for what is Rey Mysterio's uh, and he still wears move? his mask even with like underneath like the hair and Back the hat. In the wild, you can wear a wrestling mask uh, like items, so we'll we'll work we'll work with it. The uh, the luminite uh, armor. Oh gosh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I have a suggestion for Calamity Ganon. Oh, we're gonna do Calamity Ganon. We don't want to do. We'll come, uh, we'll come like, back to Link, but I have a suggestion for Calamity Ganon. Well, I, I just mean in general. Do you really want to do Calamity Ganon? Should or just, just Jan- Ganon in general? I want. Let's do regular Idris Ganon Alba. here. Yeah. Idris Elba. Oh. Idris Wait, Elba. It has those really nice, smooth, dulcet tones, and he can get really deep if he wants. And he's a fantastic actor. He plays. Uh, uh, fuck, I can't pronounce his name, but he plays the gatekeeper in uh, the first three to- in in Thor. Um, he plays. Uh, Charles Minor in The Office. Heimdall, that's his name. Okay. Plays Charles Minor in The Office. He has his own show called... Uh, He's uh, Chief Bogo in Zootopia. I didn't know about that. Yeah. And looks like uh, he plays the character... Oh, no, that's uh, something else. Sorry. Uh-huh. And I believe he has been considered for um, uh, the next uh, James Bond. Really? Yeah, That'd or at least he's a, fan, he's a fan favorite for the next James Bond because... Um, He's I I love him. He's a he's a fantastic actor, and I think he'd have that very specific. Oh, you know who could play Link? What's his name? You, um, you want the knockout Ray Mysterio? Oh boy, here we go. Hot take, hot take. Um, it's the actor who plays Draco Malfoy. Oh shit! What is his name? Um, I oh man, I ah shit. Tom, Tom Felton. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'll be okay with that. Uh, I mean, are you doing it just because he's blonde? Because you know they're yeah. gonna break my heart. Oh, damn. yeah, but no, but but he is he is a dynamic actor too, and he can, uh, like he got he got a whole generation to hate him in the movies. True, but Tom Felton, like one of the real reasons why he was well liked as that character was uh, the fact he could sneer very good, and he had that rich white boy uh, drawl to him. Uh, I feel like you'd want a character that wouldn't be you know he has a dominating presence just by not talking and that's why i'm going to recommend bringing alan rickman back from the grave uh professor snape uh make him link goes ganondorf mr ganon no okay fine tom felt that's a that's a that's an that's an older link uh we could even do if we're not if we're not scared about doing a little bit of gender bending i could see oh. macy williams uh williams as uh link uh she's the actress that plays Arya stark in game of thrones Wait, the 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 the, the youngest the little one? one, the youngest one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah let's do that. Well, <laughs> fuck it. Well, I mean, we got Linkle. Ah, fuck it, gender bend it. Yeah, you're say, uh, Link is whatever you want him to be. You name the character. Shigeru Miyamoto himself said Link is supposed to be you. He's called Link because he's supposed to link the character and the player to the game. So if you are Link, then I, yeah, I'm okay with that. Fuck. And like acting wise, she's shown that she's capable with the sword, right? Okay. Uh-huh. Let let us finalize this then for uh, John Wick, the game, the movie. Uh, we got John Wick with Keanu Reeves. We have uh, Brolin playing as both Thanos and Cable. Yes. Uh, let's see for Sonic, uh, sorry, Shadow the Hedgehog. We have 
Danny DeVito for some reason. He's going to be the comic relief. I'm okay with this. Maybe this is uh, Shadow after he, st he started losing his edge and he's kind of like a uh, midlife crisis thing right now. I mean, that I could work or, or like he went into retirement, realized he had no money and to come out, but he'd become so soft that <laughs> he just sounds and acts like Danny DeVito again. No more. Uh, Eminem and, and so we should we should we should have him transition halfway through as the movie goes on eventually and so we find a different voice actor where he becomes and he gets his edge back you don't think we can make a danny devito that got his edge back do you I really think we, we can make a danny devito that Eminem that is now. that <laughs> Dark John, get the fuck out of here <laughs> i'm gonna go all the way i'm gonna eat skittles <laughs> But yeah, Shadow the Hedgehog is Danny DeVito. Um, Ganon, um, Idris Elba is Ganon, and okay, yep. and our version of Link uh, portrayed by Macy Williams. I'm okay with this. Uh, John Wick, the game, the movie, I think has been casted uh, for uh, the eight different companies that I'll have to get uh, into this. Uh, I'll be waiting for the checks. I will split between Nick and I already. So uh, just you know, take care of that. Cool. Thank you for the modular segment. <laughs> also, I, I we'll, we'll, uh, we got a side project also called Doom. I'm sorry for uh, just really a hard pushing John Wick the game the movie. I I really totally no no this is fun. <laughs> it's you know it, it's an experience. So topic of the show we have uh, one uh, kind of goofy uh, thing and that's you know uh, a scary sign of the times and then we got uh, two. Pretty cool things i'd like to think because uh last week we went to uh gloom and doom uh kind of stuff uh, i wanted to do something similar to uh do the opposite i want to bring in some good stuff but let's, sure. continue, let's continue the gloom and doom uh nick could you uh burn us with the headline of the first article that we got going on here thank you let me make sure it's the right let me it's oh, okay kotaku then i got the right one and world off off wink wink world of warcraft fans are perturbed over pulled portals now yes Tyler, I I don't play well. It's okay. I, I just wanted to read the headline. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, so we we do know that Blizzard Activision is currently uh, undergoing some shifts of uh, power and dynamics right now uh, with uh, the the fluctuation and loss of Bungie. And uh, you know when Bungie was gone, Activision had to beat up Blizzard a little bit. It was kind of unfortunate. We lost a lot of people uh, a couple of weeks ago. And, uh, you know, the developers wanted to make sure the players felt it, uh, just the sense that there's a disturbance in the force. So for some reason, uh, World of Warcraft is uh, taking away uh, traveling uh, portals just just because the, uh, the people have no fucking uh, this has happened before, Nick. Uh, they'll put down portals uh, about halfway into an expansion just to let people teleport instantly anywhere they wanted to. That way, they don't have to fly and spend a half hour trying to get to a certain place. Right. And they did put some different portals down to uh, help ease, uh, like in different locations, a little bit more accessible. But of course, they pulled uh, the big portal hub once again. Just who fucking knows? Nick, I, I, I think Blizzard is trying to reach out people. I think they're trying to scream for help. I think this is I what this it. means. Well, it, I mean, a few days ago, I believe, or maybe last week, I saw, I saw a headline. Um, I didn't read the article, mind you. I just thought it was humorous, um, so I don't know about the validity of of the of the headline or the news article. Um, okay. But I saw a headline that said Activision said that the 800 to 900 people they laid off could hurt growth. 
<laughs> yeah. shoots himself on foot. Says he might have trouble walking. And I was like, I don't, I don't even want to. I, I didn't want to read it because I'm like, how, how could they, how, if this was true, assuming that this was true, There's how no could you hire true. people Man at sky. And, then, <laughs> and then be like, oh well, I think these 800, 900 jobs that we just uh, destroyed, or I think it's gonna hurt us in the long run. Um. So, yeah. yeah uh, just, just the joke. Uh, you know, I, I stopped playing World of Warcraft a while ago just because I got burnt out, and I'm sure many people did too. And for some reason, uh, I think this is a sign that Blizzard is starting to scream for help. So, uh, also we forgot that Captain Marvel should be with uh, the team, but that's okay. We'll forget about the movie. With no, John because Wick. John Wick is is the strongest is the best person in in is the strongest person the whole new, known universe so he, everybody's now, just yes. there for like support like they're just there to kind of like loiter around provide like character development but really it's going to be john wick that's going to kill thanos <laughs> okay that that is fair uh i, I don't want to get too far into this article i just wanted to point out that uh blizzard might be in trouble and kind of like uh you know back in the day we used to do smoke signals to uh you know turn the flag upside down if we're under distress and all that stuff and uh right now this is blizzard's way of uh, doing it they're pulling portals from world of warcraft so uh somebody send some help uh if you don't mind i i would like to take the uh the next article for sony here because i figured uh we haven't really talked about sony as much as we'd like to ever since the whole uh kingdom hearts thing i wouldn't call it a fiasco but no. what's up nick no, we haven't talked much about Sony, and I was just remembering an article I read the, to this past week, and it wasn't about Sony because I thought it was about Sony, uh, but we'll talk about it later towards the end. Okay, sure. Uh, Sony releases uh, a free PS4 theme to celebrate uh, March 8th, I believe, which is International Women's Day. And uh, of course, uh, I'd like to celebrate the empowerment of women as a, I wouldn't say a feminist so much, but you know, I, I like to empower anybody I can. And it looks like Sony does too, because they want to celebrate with all their female characters that they can find in most of their uh, first party games. And so they're going to release a theme uh, to celebrate International Women's Day. It did come out on March 8th. It is free for anybody who wants it. Uh, it's a cool wallpaper that shows uh, different characters such as uh, the, uh, oh gosh, the Freya from God of War. Uh, the characters from uh, Uncharted, uh, shoot, Nadine and shoot nadine and ah oh crap i can't remember her name chloe kinda, chloe thank you thank you sir we have alloy from uh horizon zero horizon Dark. jesus what am i doing here uh let's see it looks like uh we also got ellie from uh last of us and yeah, there's a, couple a of hunter from bloodborne and uh i don't recognize the other characters specifically because it's towards the background but uh and oh this is pretty like cool yeah, uh, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I wish I could. I guess I could just read this little list here. Uh, you know, characters include Horizon Zero Dawn's Alley. I was looking at it and trying to guess. Uh, Last of Us Alley, Freya from God of War, The Hunter from Bloodborne, uh, Chloe and Nadine. And uh, oh, it doesn't read the other characters that are in this. Well, that's awkward. Okay, so I guess all the, the major ones. And they're all holding PlayStation 4 controllers and having fun. Let's see. There is one, two, three, four controllers. Looks like. Uh, Eloy, Freya, uh, Nadine, and uh, Ellie are playing a game. They're all smiling and looking at the controller, not at the screen, except for Eloy, who clearly has one good on her, and uh, she needs a sequel soon. 
And so if you do own a PlayStation 4, you can also uh, pick up the PS Plus games, which includes Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered and The Witness. Both wonderful, awesome games you should give a shot. If you think about Call of Duty Modern Warfare was the game that kind of changed the video game world with, uh, you know, it was the original version. You know, people think of uh, PUBG and all that stuff, but what really brought it from a normal shooter game to the game that everybody wants to play and have to have it was fucking modern warfare so you got the remastered version that you can play absolutely for free if you own ps plus as well as the witness which is a wonderful very nice puzzle game i would i i'm sorry i need to interject my opinion here because i can be pretentious sometimes but halo combat evolved pvp halo combat evolved pvp was really what set the pace for arena shooters okay also i've never played modern warfare so maybe they were released at the same time let's find out I mean, I, I mean, if we're going to, you know, go further back, then one could say that, you know, GoldenEye 007 for Nintendo oh, 64. Actually, actually, no. Okay, so I my argument here is that uh, Combat Evolved set the pace for uh, modern arena shooters. But then we also have to remember games like uh, Quake, uh, specifically, which I think is just maybe a little bit older. Than- Look, each of those games set a, a climbing ascent to... No uh, notoriety uh, with shooter games, especially arena-based ones. But I feel like once uh, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare had uh, you know came to the playing field, it started going up exponentially because you know I, we we had a group set clearly loved and played the Call of Duty games. It was in a bit of a slum. Same thing with Battlefield and all that stuff. But the moment Call of Duty Four hit the thing, it just it, like parents were playing it suddenly again. You know, uh, you know, I had an uncle that started playing that never. You know, it was one of those games where I felt like anybody could get into it, and it was simple enough that people could enjoy it and understand it while keeping a cool aspect to it that uh, other games simply didn't provide as much. Now you could argue that maybe back in the day somebody's kid's father started playing Quake, and you know that was the big thing back then but for our generation specifically i would like to think that call of duty modern warfare was the one that kind of spun it up for us ended up uh, leading to the popularity of first person shooters i guess um i just i've never played any call of duty games so for me my main shooter games were uh, i can't remember what was called unreal tournament growing up and uh yeah halo Halo, just all the way through. Absolutely. For me, it was uh, Halo for the most part. Just, you know, spending time with friends and all that stuff when it came to shooters. Then a little bit with uh, Call of Duty games. Uh, I tried playing Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2, but then I kind of burnt out of that. And then I kind of took a seat back from uh, shooter games for the most part. Uh, very rarely picking it up for games such as, uh, I mean, this is a third person shooter, but Dead Space. Uh, Dead Space was obviously my big heavy hitter for when it came right. to uh, shooting games, but it's not exactly an online multiplayer battle, no. you know, thing for it. I mean, there was for two where it was uh, Necromorphs versus players, but eh. yeah, no. Okay, uh, Nick, why don't you take away the uh, the last article we got going on here? All right. Hey, Tyler. Hey, Nick. Are you a Is fan of ad? Mario? Mario. It's a me, a Mario. Oh, let's go. Well, if you're if you're a fan of Mario and if you like the Nintendo Switch, Nintendo oh. is celebrating Mario Day 2019 with a new Switch deal. Uh, that's Switch right. Deal. That's right. You heard it right here first. I'm sure because we get exclusives all the time. March 10th. <laughs> um, so it's it already it's already active. March 10th to March 16th. You can buy a Nintendo Switch with any one of a Mario game bundled together on sale for 
329.98. That's right, 329.98. That's a savings of $30. Now you can get any one of these games: Super Mario Odyssey, Super Mario Party, Mario Kart 8, Deluxe Mario Tennis Aces, and uh, new Super Mario Bros U Deluxe. It's Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and Mario Tennis Aces, but yes. Uh so you can buy a Switch right now. Uh <laughs> Nick was trying to like uh, do some kind of Casper mattress ad right there. It was throwing me off, but uh, you can buy a Switch right now and get uh, Odyssey, Mario Party, Mario Kart, or Mario Tennis Aces, and the new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe for only thirty bucks. Which and I believe uh, there's a typo here in the article. It says if you're in the market for a Switch, after they talk about the Switch deal, I believe they meant to say if you're not in the market for a Switch. Um, The Nintendo Switch bundle with a oh no no it still is I'm I misread it I'm sorry I don't I didn't mean to Polygon please forgive me I didn't mean to offend you in any way sorry Emily Heller um, there was no typo I just didn't read it right um, yeah I don't know carry on Nick says you suck oh okay so there's also a deal uh, apparently on Amazon Best Buy and uh, Walmart if you don't you know there's a bundle where it comes with a $35 eShop gift card. Which technically is a better deal, but at the same time, the games that they're mentioning on the eShop is probably going to be at full price still. So expect no. Actually, indie- Nintendo's taking twenty dollars off digital downloads of the Mario games listed above. Wow! Look at you. So, but that's not thirty dollars. So no, but it still brings them down to about forty bucks, which is better than paying sixty bucks. That is true, but I'm just saying, you could either go for the console and a thirty dollar game. Or you can get a console and a thirty-five dollar eShop credit, but the game's gonna cost ten dollars more. Oh no! Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't, if you don't have the console, if you want, if there's a Mario game out there and you haven't bought it yet, they're twenty bucks off right now. Yes. So if, well, as you said, uh, so, I mean, forty bucks for a lot of those games are still pretty good deals. Unfortunately, you think they drop in price eventually, but you know, a lot of the games that are still new, like uh, Super Mario Party, came out just a few months ago. That should be at forty bucks, I'd like to think, but the uh, Nintendo longevity with their first-party games is very vicious when it comes to keeping prices up to mm-hmm. scruff. Like, uh, I'm pretty much any Breath of the Wild game you're not going to see under fifty dollars, unfortunately, mm-hmm. even uh, used. Ugh. But uh, I would not get Mario Tennis Aces for. I mean, forty bucks is still a rough thing for Mario Tennis Aces, unfortunately. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, I would recommend, but you should have had that game already because otherwise you're a fool, Nick. Uh, Who am I going to play with? Me. Outside of you. And Amanda. Outside of Amanda. Other Nick. Brandon. Does it come with with a time travel machine to change the three hour time difference so that I can play comfortably at seven and get drunk? You think that we wouldn't drink uh, my rosé wine at 10 p.m.? <laughs> you are a fool, Nick. If you if you think otherwise. Um, no, but yeah, no, that's messing. But uh, I know, I know. If uh, I mean, so, yeah. If there's a uh, Mario game that you guys haven't got yet, and if you don't have the console, there's some great deals going on right now. Pay attention; it's only till the 16th. So go out and find find those deals at uh, what are these? Uh, at Amazon, GameStop, Best Buy, Target, and Walmart. And also on the eShop, if you're looking for the just the $40 games uh, digitally. So you got until when you listen to this up until the uh, Saturday, which is the 16th. So you got a full week. You know, think about it. Odyssey, Mario Party, Mario Kart, 
Mario Tennis Aces. And if you really want to, the new Super Mario Brothers. So I wouldn't recommend that one specifically, but I'm full of shit. Disregard me. Which actually I think came out in January. So I'm kind of surprised that they were willing to chop that one down so quickly. I'm not saying it's a good deal. I wouldn't recommend it either way. But yeah, maybe you want to play that something like that with your kids. I would definitely recommend Super Mario Odyssey and either Mario Party or Mario Kart. Uh, depending if you have friends over the internet or locally. That way you don't make the same mistake I fucking did with Brandon and Nick and tried getting Mario Party and playing it online and realizing that you can only play five games that are rotated every week. Yay! Yay, fun. Thank you, Nintendo. You're so great with online co-op. Splatoon. Uh, so I think that's pretty much it over on the uh, the news end. Is there anything else you want to bring up real quick? There was something I did want to, but I think we're gonna. I'm gonna hold on to that for next week, possibly. Are you? Are you sure, buddy? Yes, I'm pretty sure, actually. Okay. Okay, that's fine. So we have, uh, I would say, seven games because that's how many there are that are coming out this week. Uh, obviously, a bunch more, but these are the ones that we can think of. Uh, Nick, why don't you take this one? I'll take the next segment. All right. So uh, March twelfth. We've got two games coming out. We've got Dissidia Final Fantasy NT Free Edition coming out on the PS- PC and PS4. Um, and we've got MX versus game, ATV All Out Anniversary Edition PC, PS4, Xbox One. Uh, tell me about the Final Fantasy game, Tyler. So, have you ever heard of uh, Dissidia? No. Imagine a uh, fighting game that is focused on Final Fantasy characters. Right. Uh, Every Final Fantasy character and their villain, or most of them, uh, come from you know different Final Fantasy games. Come Super Smash Brothers, like into this one giant world where it's uh, a god of chaos versus the god of uh, order, and they just duke it out in their very mosh pit style uh, storylines. Where you know they have one reason to hate one character or another, and they fight it. All. So okay. if you if you wanted to play as your hero from Final Fantasy VII Cloud, and you wanted to take on uh, Kefka from Final Fantasy VI slash three. And, you know, this game makes it possible. Uh, it came out originally on the PSP, but it eventually came out, I believe, in re- releases in different versions and uh, different console reiterations for Sony. And it looks like uh, there's a free edition of this coming out for the PC and PS4, which uh, nice. that's pretty cool. I like that idea. Free. You, you, you got me. You hooked me right and I'll probably download it and not play it for a while. Anyways, moving on. March 14th, <laughs> we've got Motorsport Manager on the Switch. Uh, so that's coming out March 14th. March 15th is a big day for uh, for games. Uh, this is the yes, Friday, sir. the upcoming Friday. And I'll start with not the biggest. We've got Fenimore Fillmore, Three Skulls of the Toltecs coming out on PC. Uh, we've got Lego Marvel Collection, PS4, Xbox One. That and we've got promising. One Piece World Seeker, PC, PS4, Xbox One. Now, Finnymore Fillmore, what is this, Tyler? Nick, do you expect me to know something that says Finnymore Fillmore? Fillmore, Fillmore, Fillmore. Finnymore uh, Fillmore, the Westerner is a graphic adventure game. Oh, so that's the previous uh, installment. Developed and published by a company called Casual Brothers. Uh, it does look like it's a uh, a, a click uh, adventure game where you um, Oh, Maybe, I, I guess you could say uh visual novel but uh it's one of those you know click and explore and try to it looks like you're walking through the uh, a western like town it's completely cartoonish uh, almost seems looney tune style but it's a bit serious uh and uh yeah if you want to walk into a, a saloon and uh pretend that you know that's your visual novel by uh casual brothers then yeah that's for you it's coming out this friday also I don't so see um so yeah We've got, um, then we've got One Piece World Seeker, 
uh, and it looks like um, this is gonna be a game set directly uh, in the uh, anime slash manga. Um, it's gonna be set in Jail Island, located in the New World, and players will be will experience and wage battles in an open world environment, which can be freely explored. Um, and then Lego Marvel Collection for anybody who, who who are fans of the Lego games, I'm sure would be excited for this. I've not actually played any of the Lego games. Um, have you played the Lego games, Tyler? Do you enjoy them? Uh, I was a big fan of the Lego Star Wars games back in the day. Uh, I haven't played them nearly as much anymore. That and uh, the Harry Potter series, I was a big fan of. Right. Amanda actually enjoyed playing the Lego Marvel uh, games that came out on the Wii U and whatnot. So this. Well, PS4 also, I believe. Uh, so this would be something that she'd be more interested in. And okay, uh, we do need a nice co-op couch multiplayer because she keeps giving me the look that tells me that we're supposed to be playing Stardew Valley together. So right. I, I got to escape that. Maybe hey, brother, if you ever want to start a farm, you know, all you got to do is holler. Well, I mean, you could invite Amanda to the uh, the Brotherhood Adventure, whatever the fuck you called it. <laughs> called the Bro Venture, Tyler. The Bro Venture. We're just a bunch of buds farming up, cuddling at night to save on electricity because heating is expensive. You know, that's that's it. We're just farming, fishing, mining. <laughs> I just imagine with Nick the dog and Amanda the father, the venture never ends. It's Proventure time. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sorry. We've got one more. <laughs> We've got one more game on this list. It's a big yeah. one, so I saved it for the last. Um, the Division 2 comes out this Friday. PC, PS4, Xbox One. Um, so look forward to that, definitely. I played some of the beta. Uh, it's an interesting game. It is. Uh, it has plenty of affordances for exploring the world alone, but definitely is more fun when you play with friends. So Absolutely. And fan of what Division 1 looked like towards the end of its life cycle after they made all the good changes... I'm sure they'll be looking forward to Division 2 because the beta is probably an old build and it showed a very polished game, both UI-wise and gameplay-wise. Hmm. I mean, uh, the Division did have a, uh, a good amount of popularity with uh, the people that played it. Obviously, there's a couple of shortcomings that gave people some trouble, but uh, I would like to think that people that made uh, the Division will have a better chance at making it a worthwhile game. And with the, the goof up of uh, stuff like Anthem and whatnot, that's really gone very quiet. And I'm sorry, I, I should be saying the developer, which is uh, Massive Entertainment, also Ubisoft. Uh, this would be their next big break, considering uh, you know the games that we've been expecting so far in this past month uh, seem to have slipped on the downside. Mm -hmm. However, uh, I mean, one good game that came out, I believe, last week that people are starting to rave about, which is really throwing me off, Nick, is Devil May Cry 5. Because uh, it just feels like it's it was a silent and suddenly an explosion of talk about. Yeah, we talked about that last week, too. It was like, well, Devil May Cry, like, uh, you know, I never played the games much. I only played the reboot that a lot of people didn't seem to like, but I, I really liked it for how different it was. But anyways, uh, Devil May Cry was always one of those series that people would rave about and would be would defend it to death. And then when it finally got announced and that was coming out, it, there just didn't seem to be enough marketing or as, as much marketing as I would have expected or enough hype building, which I think uh, they might have done on purpose because you let the game speak for itself, which is what Apex Legends did. Putting aside a lot of the technical issues, Apex Legends just came out of nowhere and it had one of the best... Um, uh, uh, receptions because there was no hype, there was no expectations that were set. It was just a game that came out and people were able to form their own opinions. And I think that's what might have happened with Devil May Cry 5. 
I'm really hope so, hoping so. Uh, as I'm sure you know, and a lot of people do know, when it comes to uh, AAA publish or yeah, publishing costs, um, a majority of it does go into advertising versus like the development of the game and whatnot. Like it's almost comical how much they spend on advertising. Now, Capcom, who is both the developer and the publisher for this game, probably is trying to save a dollar by you know not advertising as much and focusing more of the uh, funds that they have left uh, for this game which i'd like to think is a great idea the problem is though that means it might become a sleeper hit like it's been pretty explosive with the reception with the cliche audience but a lot of people probably don't know about this game or is not going to give it a shot for a while but it's gonna be one of those things where you uh, you find a diamond in, in the rough right now uh steam it's giving a nine out of ten and yep. from ign a 9.5 which uh puts it superbly better than kingdom hearts 3 which is kind of sad when i think about it but you know that's okay and um i uh, there was a article that i have read um about the success uh the silent success of devil may cry 5 and uh somebody from capcom i believe the ceo or the president uh in an interview proudly declared that capcom is back and so i i'm it's, uh, all that tells me is that capcom's really happy with how it's performed and i'm glad like i i don't i think it's important to have the old guard still exist yeah i i think i i they're there to to push forward the narrative and allow the new ones to like evolve the game as they see fit but still have a solid line to like how things used to be and so seeing what's happening to blizzard is sad and when you have companies like capcom persist try different things and finally come up with something i'm happy i mean the, they they have monster hunter world you know street fighter 5 was kind of rough for a while uh obviously a bunch of other games that they uh, have but uh, as you said uh kenzo sujimoto which is the ceo of capcom did in fact uh you know shout to the heavens and also on his twitter capcom is back baby he might have not said the baby part but you know what I mean. What what an interesting time for gaming. Uh, this year is gonna be is gonna be make or break. Not make or break, but it's gonna it's gonna have a profound impact because for the first time we are seeing a lot of money enter the gaming space. Uh, a lot of investors are just dumping billions of dollars uh, into all these different companies and investing. And we look at what Fortnite has done. It's gonna be interesting to see whether. People are going to be deterred from the lack of return of investment because there are going to be some games that are going to crash and because investors honest i swear to god they don't know what they're doing <laughs> they they don't know what they're just putting money where they see growth rather than looking at the quality of the game and so right. it's going to be interesting to see how this changes things because investors probably don't play the games it is perturbing uh when there's superstar games as i'm going to call them in this case and you know the names i'm going to talk about uh, like Fortnite, obviously being the prime example here. Uh, the type of game and the quality of the game is something that kind of upsets me, but uh, they did strike gold when they find the mass appeal to the right audiences to get such a huge success. And working on that in the long track, uh, it just scared me what kind of games will be produced to help satisfy the needs of uh, financial success by getting a larger growth of the audience I, i'm also nervous that this will affect other games that will try to follow the trend obviously uh we have certain companies that like to stick with tradition with their kind of games and whatnot while advancing slightly different directions i'm looking at you nintendo but there's going to be a lot of companies that are going to try to follow the market because obviously they want money we, we've seen that for example with uh blackout uh, i believe it was that for 
is it Call of Duty or Battlefield? Yeah. I always get Call of Duty Blackout. I can't remember what Battlefields is called. I mean, uh, Battlefield uh, does have a much larger scale when it comes to their uh, kind of gameplay when it comes to open world style uh, fighting. But Call of Duty was always been a throw yourself down into a, a closed match arena, play a small amount. But obviously, EA likes money, so you know it's just kind of weird seeing the way that people will make leaps and bounds to try to snatch on that stuff and um, it's going to be a scary trend uh, yep. i'm just afraid that there's going to be a one time where there's going to be something that uh you know i love and adore just the way it is you can guess some names but uh, you know a hundred keybladers drop from the sky suddenly and it's like oh gosh they're going to fight the darkness by defeating themselves it's going to i don't know I say it's going to be horrible. It's going to be bad. But at the same time, it's like, maybe it'll be hilarious. I have no fucking idea. Maybe they should. What do you think? Well, um, I don't know. I think there very much is uh, a lot of uh, battle royale fatigue. Uh, what makes Apex Legends different is purely because it's first person and it plays like a first person shooter. Um, the thing with Fortnite and its popularity is the fact that you can play it anywhere. And no game has done that to the extent that Fortnite has. From phones, tablets laptops pcs xboxes ps1 switch um would be known as minecraft but you know when it comes to the the game and style of game that you're talking about yes you're right being able to play competitively from almost any platform it's pretty wild it's pretty wild. yeah um but yeah no that's 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 our rant for the most part as we as we do right uh, because we got to fill up the time. We're like, oh, no, we're only at an hour, 25 minutes. We got to, you know, <laughs> burn it in with a monologue or five. Uh, this game or this day in gaming, February 11th, which is uh, our beautiful Monday here. We have five games that came out. Uh, the first one is uh, most recently Hitman, the complete first season, which is technically like a remastered collection of sorts because it is episodic. However, I did want to you know, send some appreciation for it. It came out for the Xbox One, PS4, and PC in 2016. So it is now three years old. Happy birthday, Hitman Complete First Season. Second one, which is uh, a bit more uh, serious, I'd like to think, is Dark Souls 2. It came out came out five years ago, man, for the uh, PS3 and 360. I, I really enjoyed Dark Souls 2. Um, not as good as Dark Souls 1, but like I just enjoyed the story that they were building and Dark Souls 2 pushed that further. And I, I, and I want to see what the combination is going to be. It's interesting. We do have Demon Souls, of course, but Dark Souls was a huge leap of faith as to whether or not there's going to be people out there who'd enjoy that kind of game, that kind yep. of difficulty. So Dark Souls 2 kind of shows the the success of that. And so, you know, this marks uh, five years where the success of Get Good Son, first player, you know, games and all that. Oh, sorry, not first player, single player games can get, you know, fun. Oh, it's not. Would you call that a single player game? Because you can oh, get wait, invaded. You can team up. With I'm sorry um what's dark souls i hate dark souls tyler i'm just remembering what game i was talking about and it's not dark souls wait um, whoa oh shit are you serious yeah I'm serious. I, I was I, like oh i saw dark souls and i'm like hell yeah dude i know exactly what game this I is i love and dark souls and you're like wait dark Souls. oh that no it's i was like saying i was thinking of dark siders oh <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of Darksiders. That's what I, was I fucking hate Dark Souls. I can't stand it. It's so fucking difficult and scary, and I hate the games. They're just so well made, though. Like, kudos to everybody who made the game. The heel turn. I hate Dark Souls. Oh my gosh, just to see you turn so quickly like this. It's like saying, 
oh man i love apple juice and I'm like all right here try this and it's apple cider like oh man i love apple cider it's apple it has the word apple in it this is impossible this is different uh nick bless you thank you for i thought you're like oh okay I, I didn't know he really i mean he does like the good good games but i figured you know this would be a huge turnoff I, like i figured you might like bloodborne or something like that but dark souls i figured would be no i hate it my friends all they ever wanted to do with dark souls 3 and we talked about this like maybe season two or late season one they're like oh you should you should get this game and play with us i'm like i hate it i don't want to i'm not i'm not excited by games like this i don't care for them like oh but it's got pv we can play together i'm like i don't care i don't care that we can play together i just don't like games to this difficulty like you can't you can't even pick a difficulty the base difficulty is just that much harder and I hate yep. it. I don't like that. I just personally <laughs> don't like that. I don't like being challenged like that in a single player game when I'm just trying to like, okay, like make things, certain things. You saw my streams for Bayonetta. Like so, just infuriating. A uh, sidebar here. At what point during my little speech about the uh, recognition, uh, recognition of difficulty, did you realize, shit, this motherfucker might be talking about a different game. Let me look this up. I think towards the end of when you were talking about, oh, you know, with how uh, they made like PVE, like single player games, uh, like get good style. And I'm like, wait, wait, what's he talking about? Dark Souls, Dark, at least. Is there multiplayer? Dark Siders 2 has multiplayer? Oh, gosh. This is like, maybe we can play it together. <laughs> wait a minute. It was like Futurama <laughs> Fry meme. Is this Dark Souls 2 or is this something uh, different? That was good, dude. Oh, fuck. Uh, coming out uh, actually on the same day, uh, funny enough, uh, as Dark Souls 2 was uh, Titanfall by Respawn Games, which obviously is uh, after the whole split off of uh, the head honchos over at Infinity Ward. They teamed up as an EA partner and made Titanfall this uh, day for the Xbox One and PC in 2014. Uh, I'm pretty sure it got a for release later on, too. I'm pretty sure it did, too. Uh, Actually, I'm so I would have thought that Titanfall originally came out for the uh, PlayStation 3, but I could be mistaken on that. Oh no, apparently didn't. It only came out for the 360 and Xbox One. That doesn't oh. seem right. I mean, it makes sense to me because I never got to play Titanfall because I never owned an Xbox, even though everybody was talking about it. Titanfall I, 2 did come out for the PS4. But I'm pretty sure I played. I might have played Titanfall. Yeah, I might have played Titanfall 2 on. PS, because I'm pretty sure I played one of those games on a PS3 briefly or a PS4 briefly. Well, Titanfall 2 did come out for the PS4. There's an article here that says that they were actually planning on making a PS3 edition discovered in the production code. It looks like it fell through. Interesting. Okay, well, my memory's failing me uh, because I definitely did not play Titanfall 2 on the PS. It was Titanfall, and I... Yeah, anyways, anyways. Yep, platform for Titanfall is Windows, Xbox One, Xbox 360. Looks like uh, it just never quite made it over to the uh, PlayStation 3. But uh, let's see, uh, number four on the list here, uh, coming out in 2012, making this game seven years old. Happy birthday for the Nintendo Wii game, also known as Mario Party 9. Now, this is throwing me off, Nick, because uh, I believe the Wii U came out in 2013 or around that time. So this is really late into the uh, the Wii's uh, life cycle, even though I, I'm pretty sure there's games still being made for the Wii right now. It's kind of freaky. Yeah, uh, of course, there's games coming up for the 3DS too. Oh, did it say Wii? I thought it said Wii U. Oh, that's pretty late because the the Wii U did come out. When is this? November 2012, uh, November 18th specifically. Yeah, Mario Party yeah, that's, Nine came out did, for the did, Wii. Did Mario Party Nine get get a uh, dual release? 
Uh, no, the platform is strictly the Wii. It would have been Mario Party 10 that came out that was for the uh, Wii U. Interesting. Crazy is that? How fucking crazy. It's weird because I think Mario Party 9 was the last one uh, that they did that was the actual like game board where you ruled separately. And then Mario Party 10 was the uh, weird party bus mechanic where right. you rolled and it moved everybody down the board, which, sorry, just that was terrible. But, uh, I really do like Super Mario Party. It's it's fun, especially when you get to play with friends. Still haven't won fucking once in all the games I've played so far. But uh, lastly, and I think this is probably the most important one, 1995, Nick. So th- you were like what two? Uh, no, Tyler. I was I wasn't born yet. Wait, what year were you born? 95. Jesus. Oh God, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I was born. Oh. I was born in May 95. Oh god. So this game god. comes out three and a half months before I was born. I can feel the social security. Uh <laughs> yes, okay. So the same year that Nick was born here. Oh gosh. I'm sorry, this that's really messing with me. Making this game uh 14 years old. It came out in Japan for the SNES, but more importantly known as the Super Famicom, of course, is Chrono Trigger. Now have you heard of Chrono will, Trigger? I've heard of it, but now it's correct. You said fourteen, you meant to say twenty-four. That's that's uh, oh that's shit! How, you're right. You're right. That's how far back that game came. I'm out. sorry. I thought you were 14 years old. You're so young. And so you just tack on another four years for you. So that's even you're 28, Tyler. Oh my gosh! Happy birthday to me. <laughs> I'm 28 now. Oh goddamn. Yeah, uh, Chrono Trigger is now 24 years old. Holy smokes! Uh, so Chrono Trigger, I believe, was uh, Square Enix, and it was, uh, in my opinion contender of uh, Super Mario RPG, probably one of the best RPGs that came out for the Super Nintendo. Hot take, right. of course. Uh, whew, man, it, it was a great game. I, I did love uh, playing and trying to get the different endings on it. And I really think it put in a good stepping stone to help push uh, games like Final Fantasy to get a good turn-based uh, fighting system. Obviously, that died, uh, died out later on once they started doing like live action fighting like Final Fantasy 13, where you just you're running around and hitting people versus the turn base but yeah details is there any other games that you want to give uh recognition recognition to uh no nothing that i saw on the list um yeah no nothing in particular okay then uh let's wrap it up nick where can we find you uh you can find me on twitter and instagram at lrwarrior11 you can also find me on twitch at twitch.tv forward slash lrwarrior11 streams are rare and sporadic but they happen every now and then um but yeah that's me you can find me uh, occasionally hijacking uh, twitch.tv slash half backwards who's been playing a lot of Terraria, and I like to play with them now. That was a lot of fun. Uh, but you can find me, more importantly, on Twitter at Two Times Tyler. Uh, you can find me out in the world. Just uh, search for me and search for our Casual Master Quest pages, which is on Twitter, email, Facebook, and all that good stuff. On Twitter, it's going to be at MasterQuestPod. On Facebook, just search for Casual Master Quest. And on Instagram, you can do the same. If you want to email us, it's at casualmasterquest at gmail.com. Now, I just want to say really quickly, it's my sister's birthday tomorrow. Her birthday is March 10th, which is technically yesterday for the listeners. And so she has to celebrate the same day that Mario's birthday does, which is kind of freaky. But happy birthday, Amber. Happy birthday, Amber. Oh, oh, double happy birthday. She'll be very happy to hear that. Tell her that uh, somewhere in the podcast, I'll tell her happy birthday. She'll have to listen to find out where it is. <laughs> well, right. now you've Any reached l- the end of the podcast. Hope you had a good birthday. Thank you very much, Amber. 
<laughs> thank you guys for listening to this i hope you're entertained and of course we're gonna have more juicy stuff coming up next week don't you worry the show will go on and we'll have some exciting things happening but is there any last things before we uh send it off on a good note uh make sure you hydrate yourselves folks it's it's very important that you get a good amount of water on a daily basis anywhere between one and a half to two liters and i really would like to point out if you ever want to try something different and sticking to the water plan a&W does have a good powder-like substance that you... Well, that sounds kind of suspicious the way I put it. Uh, like the Crystal Light stuff, you can get A&W root beer or cream soda. Or if you just, you know, want to get some Mio, I totally recommend Mio. I'd like to think that the Black Cherry is the best-tasting one. What is yours, Nick? I've never tried a Mio, but I would oh. probably go for the lemony stuff. Okay, that's fair. I, I'm not a big fan of lemonade-flavored stuff, so... you know, Or lemon-lime, that is uh, another possibility, I'd like to think. I think that and the uh, Sideberry-flavored one is a pretty good one in my book. But let's not dally on, because I know how I like to go on wild tangents. So, Nick, you want to keep yourself hydrated? No. Anyways, that was Nick, this is Tyler, and that was Casual Master Quest. And see you guys next week. But most importantly, don't forget to never stop the grind. We'll see you until next time. Peace. Bye-bye.